Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Happy New Year, Lugo 2024. Did you ever imagine that you would be living in 2024 back uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago? How old are you anyway? 60, 80? <laughs> anyway, that's a way a good way to start the year, right? <laughs> yeah, with a very good laugh. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. I hope uh, that you Happy have a, a great one this year and I hope last year was pretty good. But uh, anyway, it's up to you. Yeah. Well, you know, uh so we're going to I yeah, this new year is going to be different. We're going to be doing uh, things in a different way. I know that uh uh in many different fronts at the institute we're going to we're going to be uh, rolling some initiatives to just kind of talk about some of these topics that we normally talk about. And we're going to be doing that with a, uh, with an audience, uh, on the other side, you know, uh, what we're doing on my other, uh, uh, businesses we're we're also taking, uh, clients through different methods in both sides. We're talking about, uh, foresight where you we're talking about how this year looks, what we can do, and what we're and how the next year and the following looks like because every year is is uh is tied to the other so uh how this year is going to be i think it's going to be a great one i i think i always start every year saying the same thing right and i think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that's maybe because i am very positive about what the future is going to be and yeah and uh but the another point of this is that i envision this is an exercise that i go through we go through uh, our clients, and the first thing that we do, and we're not doing this in January, we're doing this in October. And sometimes we're doing this two and three years in advance. Yeah. And so, and one of the things that we see, we go through trends and stuff like that. And then, and then we look at, uh, so, uh, based on trends and, and, and things that we have seen, things that we have been shaping, then we look at different kinds of scenarios. And then, uh, based on those scenarios, what the probability of these five, six, uh, scenarios, uh, these things can happen. We, this design what their preferred future is it's not something out of our imagination but based on all the uh all the points of of uh similarities between all of these uh all these uh scenarios point us to a future that is the most likely future and then we figure out how we're going to exploit that and so and 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 based on that then we build you know, goals, uh, you know, objectives and stuff like that. You know, we talk a lot about vision in the, uh, in leadership, you know, cause people are like, this is the vision, but it's just so short-sighted. Yeah. Uh, and so I think over the years I have learned to, you know, vision to basically mean, you know, scenario development. And then from the scenario development, the cascade, you know, everything else. And I think yeah. for, uh, for us, uh, goal setting is is one of those activities that is a cascading effect of being able to see the future through scenarios. Yeah, you know, one of uh, in my experience, Lugo, when I when we talk about 
especially this time of year, you know, first uh, week of January, everybody uh, is, is 100% all in. We're going to do, like you just said, it's going to be great, blah, 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 blah. But what does that look like, you know, in a year? And like you said, maybe three years down, depending on how expensive you want to be. But in the, at the end of the year, what do you, what is, what is that future going to look like? Or those futures, what are they going to look like? And I think one of the things that I, 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 I sense uh, people don't do is they don't see themselves in there, Lugo. I, I think, you know, we've, we've got this, uh, this idea for this future to, or two or three futures, but they're out there. That's them, whoever these characters are uh, interacting in this future, where if you, if you don't see yourself doing it, then you don't have a, you don't have the right buy-in, you know, uh, I, 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 when I uh, do my uh, workshops on vision and even uh, my book, uh, uh, the power of supervision, you know, the, my expectation, and I think the, the way to succeed is to put yourself in there to envision yourself. When I was at the teaching at the air force Academy, I used to do this exercise where I'd have the cadets, no kidding. I'd have them stand up, close their eyes. And for about, uh, and I don't know, a couple, it's amazing how much uh, a couple of seconds seems like forever for them because they're 18 years old, you know, it's like, no, we're not doing it. Yeah, you got to shut up, sit up, stand up and close your eyes and envision yourself graduating. What does that look like? You, how do you look graduating? And what does that feel like? You know, and, and they, they, I mean, I've always said this, this those ca Academy uh, cadets are the smartest people in the world by definition, by the measure that we accept them as uh, cadets, they are the smartest people in the world, but they had never done that, you know, and they couldn't, they had a hard time envisioning themselves succeeding. They knew what that meant in the, in words. And the, they got the, the little brochure that says, you know, this is what success is at the Academy, but until they got themselves uh, envisioned themselves and felt it, it wasn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. Once they did, and I have, you know, uh, a, a lot of protégés now that that have done it, that, man, that worked, Chief. That was great. I'm glad that you made me do it. Of course, I fed them, so, you know, that was an incentive to come to my program. If you feed them, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a great way to, uh, to, to achieve uh, the future you want. Matter of fact, uh, we used to, uh, what we do in, in the work that we do, uh, is we uh, actually put the people in the organization in rooms. They envision the future, right? Basically, once we go through the visioning process where we describe what the kind of futures that we're going to be living in, the kind of futures that are plausible, uh, we go through what we call the uh, the futures cone, and we look at the different kinds of futures based on what we see. Uh, one of the things that we do is once we have narratives about how each one of those futures look like, we make them do a play. And because the future has to be has to be felt. And when they can when they can feel it, when they can speak in it, uh, when they can, you know, when they're immersed in it, then they feel this is not where I want to be or this is where I want to be. I really like this. I really like how I felt that. And so so now it's a merger of the mind and the heart. And uh, so the feeling and but also the logical process, the cognitive processes that occur. And so when I'm able to to, you know, I guess, fuse the will with the brain 
and there is no stopping until what people can do. And I remember in one of the scenarios, we uh, took this particular organization and we even arranged the room where uh, they were going through some decisions they had to make. And we uh, arranged the room so there were no chairs. And it was just uh, this person in this very, uh, had a, a office. <laughs> we, we took their furniture out uh, before the uh, leader came in. And so when he came to, to, his, uh, to his office, opens the door and there's no furniture, right? Just his desk and everything else, right? Because uh, some of the results of bad decisions have left the company having to outsource many different things and had to sell some of their assets. And some of the assets were, of course, they, they, the furniture they had were, were part of that. I mean, those are assets, but it was symbolized. And you could tell when the person opened the door and it was there in the room, what that person felt. First thing the person said was, oh, what happened here? Hey, where's my stuff? And so, and then we went there and started this scenario. And, and you know what? Things change. Because from that point forward, when we went into the preferred future and we started going and going through the goal setting process, everybody was focused because they lived in a future that they did not want to be in. And so once they're, you know, and that's just not that one future, obviously there's a dystopian future that people can live. It doesn't always happen, right? But, but you could get close to it and that's what you don't want to be. So that's why, you know, you are exploring several kinds of futures. But once you bring them back and you go through the process, the team is focused, the team, the team is serious about execution because we can think about all of these ideas and, uh, and, and then even writing, writing them in paper and says that you're more likely to achieve your goals. I think it's a, uh, it's a study that was done some years ago, uh, many years ago and, and they talked about the people that put their goals on paper, they're more likely to, I think, uh, to 42% or something like that. Um, and so, but anyways, even if you put your goals on paper, the point of getting to that future is the doing. And a lot of people are not very serious about execution because they have not been there in the future. Imagine if you have been in that future and you saw how that felt like, good or bad. You are so convinced that you have seen the future. And if you do these things, you're going to get there, that you're going to be, you know, just focused. And, and you're going to need some flexibility, right? Because you have to understand what are going to be the obstacles that you're go they're going to be in the way. But you're going to be so focused that you're going to have the energy, the leadership influence to bring everybody around you and say, you know what, this is the this is where we're going because it's different when you have seen something. When you have seen something, you cannot deny it. I mean, there's just an energy on that instead of just some well, uh, uh, you know, we philosophize this and I think this is where we're going. No, it's different when you have seen the future, and so so that energy translate in the into the task objectives actions, you know, into the TTPs, right? Uh, tactics, techniques, and procedures that we use to get there to the future. And I believe if we go through that process, and this is, I'm using a, a, a I mean, um, understand that I'm simplifying the process, but I believe that if we do that, 
we go if we go through this process of envisioning and then cascading and then communicating, we're going to achieve those goals. Uh, but we got to get to the uh, goals, right? To know what is going to be important. And before we go to know and understand what is going to be important, we have to envision not just the preferred future, and that's where a lot of people go wrong, but also all the possible uh, situations that can deray our you know, preferred uh, place to be. Well, and, and would you say then that, have, let's say you have, you develop, you create the three possible futures with a preferred one. And the preferred one, something happens, you're not, you know, you, there's a point where you say, not going to happen for whatever reasons. Now you have two others that one of those, or even both of them, I guess, could become the preferred one. Now, now this one, uh, we we talked about this on another episode. I can't remember what you said. Uh, you the term that you used a, a, a burned future. Um, I can't. Re do you remember what that term was, uh, Lugo? Where 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 it didn't work. So you get you move it. You get a. Uh, I don't want to say you get rid of it because a used future. You, yes, yes, I, a used future. future. Abuse, that's mm -hmm. right. And uh, so that becomes the the preferred one becomes a used future possibly, and then you have. You can select from the other two that you have developed to make it a preferred one, because that's not that one is not going to happen. So you have two more that one of these we want this one compared to the other one to be the preferred future. Is that how that is that how your process works? Well, so obviously we go through trends and stuff like that, and we we look at. Uh... We'll obviously use uh, methods, right, to help us understand, you know, what are going to be our critical uncertainties. And based on critical uncertainties, then we decide, you know, uh, you know, in, in what point in the scale in regarding, uh, in, in, re in reference to those critical uncertainties and the things that we know about the future, the things that are not going to change, what are the kind of things that can develop? And so we may develop a a a future that is very similar to what we have where there's not a lot of change uh, we can see a future where things are transformed and so it means things change tremendously there's something that happens in the environment it changes the way we do things today and there are other things where things take their their uh, they reach a limit and once they reach a limit you know things they things collapse it's the things that we know the system we know collapse and and put us in a situation where we have to think anew, uh, or you know, so that those are some some distant parallels. Right. And between those two, right, and in the middle is the status quo. And then you have other futures that that uh, that we know there's going to be some growth, but there's going to also be some challenges. So you have what we call discipline, right? Where you have you have to you see things happening. There's some upsticks, then downticks, and then you make corrections, and sometimes you overcorrect the future uh, or the present, and then you see overshoots or undershoots in the future. And so, and so we're constantly trying to correct it. And so those are four types that you can, that you can use to help you kind of get through, uh, you know, wh what is the playing field that I could be in? And, but, uh, but understanding that those two, you know, like transformation and collapse are very wide. I mean, they're very separate, but they may be boundaries they may form the boundaries to where you will have three futures in the middle 
right? So that's five futures because you have out of those three, then you they're in the middle. This this collapse and and transformation may not be there. They may serve as boundaries to the status quo, uh, something that may be correcting in what you think is the most likely future that you can have because you have the uh, influence. You have the 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 power to move centers of gravity, and then so that means you can change players. You can develop technology that can change how people play in there. You can move people from where they are at to where you want them to be or where you want to be. The other point that you mentioned was about youth futures. The problem with youth futures this is this is the uh, what I call the social media. Uh, you know, Instagram uh, future, right? People see a person in Instagram or something and they're like, oh, wow, look, this person's so successful, right? Because they only see the, you know, Facebook, right? Only the, the, the happy pictures and stuff like that. And then they see that this person did this particular thing. And so then I'm going to take it and I'm going to do the same thing, but I end up being frustrated because somehow it doesn't work. It worked for this person. And so now the future is out there. Those people are successful. And what's wrong that I can't get there and that. And the problem with that is that you have taken something out of context, applied it to your own life, and expect that to work. You have missed the context to where this person achieves that, right? And so that is what I call the use future. It's something that happened to that person the person is successful. You may able be able to achieve it, and and who knows? You may even take it to you, uh, just tweak some things in your environment, your you know, to make some things work, and then you achieve there. You achieve that future. You're there now, but then it does not feel the same. You know, you you feel like you have sold yourself up. It, you know, it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like the one in the picture. You know, the feeling that convey that this emotion, the happiness. I'm I'm here. I arrived, but I just don't don't feel. I feel like there's like there's an emptiness. Is and, that and that's the problem? Purpose. Is Purpose. is that what what the 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 new term I guess is imposter. Mm. Uh, I, I I don't know what what it is because I don't I don't believe in it. But uh, you you feel like an imposter. Is that what you're you're saying? It creates that you, you know, you, 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 this is not really true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, in the case of the imposter, it could be, it could be. I also think when I think about the imposter syndrome is that I don't believe I have achieved and I'm in my way faking it till I make it, <laughs> yeah. but it, you know, and that's the, that sounds like a good title wrong. for a book. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> well, it's a lot of that in, in, yeah. in, it's in different places, let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah. And so so what happens is, and we see it, right? Social media is, it's, I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah, we see, it's all over. You yep. see that self-promotion and all that stuff, a ton of it, you know, fake it till you make it. You know, you know fake it until somebody believes this. And and so sometimes and that's wrong. But what, what I'm talking about in here is actually arriving there, not faking it. You actually arrived. The problem is that when you arrived, you figured out this is not what I thought it was going to be. It doesn't feel the same, right? I mean, you got a bunch of cuts, uh, you got scars, 
you may or may not have your family with you because you, you know, gave it all, right, to get yeah. there. In some cases, uh, I mean, relationships, um, and who knows, even health. I mean, it, it's just for some reason. And it could be that you're there and you have all these things, but then there's, you still don't feel the, the same because maybe you're empty and you pursued all of these things without a sense of purpose. And so now you end up in there and your soul is empty. And so that's also a very bad place to be. And so that's why when we're thinking about these futures and everything, they got to be a real good sense of understanding is that's where you want to be. And that is the process of visioning and then goal setting and doing. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're right. And, and you know, that's, uh, I'm, I'm deep into this purpose idea. If it's not the right purpose, uh, and I guess that's what you're saying, it doesn't feel right. And, and, and it, that's spiritual, I think, you know, and, and whether we like it or not, that we, we are spiritual beings. You, you don't have to accept that, but that's the truth. Uh, I, I, we've run out of time, Lugo, man, you, Mm. I keep saying that we we've run out of time. Well, <laughs> we, so, we now have more time, right? Because we have the new year. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Let's keep this conversation going next week. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Talk to you soon, chief. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great. <laughs>